Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, Formula One. That's right, Formula One races. That's right. The F1 boys are here, talking Formula One, as you'd expect. So there. Check out the race to come, the race that was, all the race news, all the race previews, all the race you can fit into one podcast and more. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave a review where you can leave reviews. You can leave reviews all over the place. Let these guys know how much you love their podcast. Let other people know how much you love this podcast. It's an amazing system. Anyway, enough from me. Let's check out what these guys got to say about some Formula 1. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, straight to the apex. Hello everyone, welcome to Straight to the Apex podcast, episode 12, season 2. Um, not going to do a Tony and say I'm the host because this is a shared event. So joining me, as always, are co-hosts, Mr. James Stainforth. Hello. And the shithead himself, Tony Rawson. Hi. Or Adam, as we still believe. Um, you guys all right? Good? Yeah. You? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm real good. Yeah, I'm good, fine. good. Finally, have a good race to talk about. Finally, maybe, potentially, no spoilers. Um, as always, thanks to Andy and Cookie Cast. Um, so, boys, let's get straight into it. News, news, news. What have we got? Do you want me to go first, or? I mean, let's let's leave James to last because I think. Formula One fans will know that some big news regarding ownership this year, this the week. Um, but James has got a bit of a man crush on one of the celebrities. Not going to give anything away. So, but we'll leave I mean, that to last. Just dragging this out now is just like a complete cock tease to me. I'm just going to tell you that. I'm getting you oh. excited. Um, good job that we can't see oh, the your full yeah. body. Thank you. Yeah, good. Um, what have you got, Tony? Um, rest in peace, the uh, young 18-year-old driver that lost his life at Spa at the weekend in a regional yeah. event. Mm. Um, can't remember his name, but he... Um, I've yeah, got his name. Thing. Would you like me to try and murder it, pronounce it? Um, pronounce it. That would be better. Yeah. Uh, in, 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 in the grand scheme of things. I know, I, did, I kind of stopped myself. In, in the circumstances. So his name, oh, I did write it down. Delano Van Toft. Was Rest 18. in peace, yeah, that he was, guy. He was at 18. Spar again. Obviously, there was an issue a couple of years ago now with a French driver. We had some yeah. big accidents there, haven't we? Obviously, Formula One is there in a few weeks. All the drivers weren't happy at all. Um, but it was on a different... It, it was on a slightly different corner. 
So will they make changes for when Formula One go? No, I don't think they will. But it's dangerous, isn't it? Motorsport is dangerous. Exactly. Right. One second. He's, he's gone. Um, well, Hi, Beth. Hi, Beth. Go kill him. Um, well, we can talk about the race calendar was out released today. Oh, well, we could. Or we could just like slag off Tony until he comes back. Uh, yeah. Let, let's talk about the calendar. Um, uh, yeah. Released earlier on today. Um, bear with me for one second while I get said screenshot. So starting off at Bahrain, then we've got Saudi Arabia. They're trying to make it um, more regional. I, I, I think they're just trying to reduce the carbon footprint and everything else, which yeah. when you're driving 20-odd F, F1 cars around a track for nine on an hour and a half, yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bahrain, Saudi Arabia, Australia, Japan. We have the return of China. And then it's Miami. Um Imola, Monaco, Montreal, Spain, Austria, United Kingdom, Hungary, Belgium, Netherlands, Italy, Azerbaijan, Singapore, USA, Mexico, Brazil, Las Vegas, Qatar, and then Abu Dhabi. There was a couple of other changes as well. Um, some of the races they've moved to a Saturday. Yeah, for a religious holiday, so the first uh, Ramadan, so that is Bahrain and Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And obviously the return of the Chinese Grand Prix. I mean, let's see if that happens, because I'm still not sure it'll happen. They said that last year. Um, this is true. But yeah, Bahrain and Saudi, so that's the opener is on March the 8th. Um, Saturday night racing. Also, also, Vegas will be Saturday night as well. Yes, so... Uh, yeah. So that's three races on a Saturday night. It'll be interesting to see if they have quality on the Saturday as well. Or the Friday. Not sure how they'll do that. Yeah, it'll be an interesting one, won't it? Yeah. Um, um Japan. What a day for, I don't know. We'll yeah. Obviously it'll be not very good for people that work a Friday. Obviously, people that don't work Friday, they couldn't give a fuck because it's part of the weekend. Oh, look at me. I don't work on a Friday. Um, Japan, after the absolute farce of it being called off with all the rain last year, they've brought it forward to April, which means they've pushed one of the races back later in the year. So, again, you say about the carbon footprint, there's still quite a bit of... Like, you know, going to and fro, but I suppose, like you say, they are trying to group it all together. Just said about the race calendar, Tony. So, released today, 24 races, starting on March the 8th, finishing December the 8th. First two races, Bahrain and Saudi will be on a Saturday night, along with the Vegas race, which will be on a Saturday night. Um, Yeah. But, I really en- I really enjoy the race night. Um, the race nights. Um I think it's just better. It's better for me coming home, putting on the telly, eight, nine, ten o'clock, seven. It's a beautiful, great it's a great night. It's like yeah. Sat- yeah. Saturday Saturday night will be different with it being but like Saturday a- night, Saturday night. Um, it's of religious holidays Tony, so don't upset people. Lads. Oh, okay. Well, lads. You can't do anything about that, can you? You can't do anything about that. Right, lads, I'm not being funny. There's three of us here. 
And it's took us this long to suddenly realise, hang on, it's a Saturday night race. I like where you go with this. Yeah, yeah, you know, not none of this watching it in our own house on a Sunday afternoon and pinging each other messages. We can get together, we can watch the race, we can beat up Tony, and we can get shit-faced. Well, let's do it for the opener. And also, as it's in March, I mean, we might get a nice barbecue. We could do it for the first two. Yeah. Formula One, straight to the Apex barbecue. This is this is getting interesting, right? We're already planning on like a chums night out kind of thing for 2024. Check that yeah. out. I mean, Tony will up because he'll fall asleep. Um, <laughs> there's been yeah. engine row between Toto Wolf and Christian Horner. People will be absolutely shocked about for the 2026 engines. Mm. I'm not going to get into that because it's them two that are like two petulant children. I mean, if you want anything else, Tony, let's go to James's big news of the week. Um, I'm trying to think. He's driving um, out. No, would would you would you miss Spa? We're not. No, we have, we've got four things to do, Tony. We're moving on. We haven't got time for moving on. Question time. James, hit me with your news. You saw yeah. the schedule, bitch. Yeah, come on. <laughs> You're just trying to delay my excitement here, my man crush, my raging, stonking um, man crush. So, yeah, hands are here, folks, all on the screen. May not be my hands, but the hands on the screen. Um, Ryan Reynolds has put a stake in for 24% of Alpine. That, that is all. Nothing more to say on that. Just soak it in. Embrace it. When you're buying your Alpine gear. Oh, you have. <laughs> I am um, life-size cardboard cutout of Ryan that I keep in the cupboard as well as already wearing it. Is it nice? Only the top, though. Well, of course. You won't have, you, you've never had anything covering the bottom, have you? <laughs> um, a bit of a sort of giggle sorry guys obviously me and James have got some other breaking news um, this week we received a what the kids call TikTok video clip of a certain somebody um, don't know how to wear this James a certain somebody what? wearing He's wearing a Red Bull top. I was trying to jinx them, but it didn't work. You're having the best season of your life in predictions. You know that that look will probably rub off. The good look you're having has probably rubbed off on them again. Not that they need it. I mean, if there was one time in your life, Tony, that you needed to fart and it was going to follow through, it was that point. I mean, we already know the guy in the shop was really miserable with you two. Just imagine how much more pissed off he would have been if when he gave them back. Well, <laughs> he, he went, was, though. Well, was like, Sorry. Well, I, did, I laughed and went to Beth like, oh, should I, should I put it on for a joke? And she was like, yeah. So I got it. And then I was, we were both laughing like little girls. And I went, oh, is the cap? And she went and grabbed the cap. And I 
I put it on, did the video, and then walked out, and he was like, are you going to buy that? And I was like, no. <laughs> I did it for Bantz. What what shop was this? <laughs> what, what, what shop was this? Because I'd like to apologise on behalf of the podcast. It was Castor. Castor. It was actually a really nice fit. Would James, would you ever put an LFC shirt on? Fuck no. Exactly, no. that's my point. No, nah, I wouldn't do that. Supposed... That's too far. That's you've, too basically, far. you've basically done that. Yeah, so it's pretty much what you've done. I wouldn't put an LFC. No, that, that, no, FC is really deeply ingrained. I can't do that. That'd be next level. Like, no way. It's like bordering on Man United shirt. No well, I mean, way. Um, yeah, hi. Oh, hi, Alonso. Are you all right? Well, we had me for a second then. <laughs> <You're funny. laughs> it was your number one fan, yeah. Absolute, absolute, absolute twat. I mean, that, that's some It was for bands. It was banter. No. It was banter. No, no. I, I can't even say that word on the podcast. Sounds like hooks. Hmm. Wow. All right. Love you. Bye, 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 bye. What an absolute James Hunt you are. Well, <laughs> see you next Tuesday. You are. <laughs> Shopkeeper cry. He was probably sat there thinking, fucking hell. Sold one. I'm buying steak tonight. This idiot's <laughs> buying steak. <laughs> I thought it was more like, oh, for yeah. fuck's sake, another one. Full kit wanker. Get in. <laughs> so, we had a busy weekend. We had... You were saying in the podcast then. <laughs> He's nearly in the podcast. Sorry. Sorry, it's just... Hi, Beth. Hi, Beth. Ah. You are on the podcast. Beth, you're on the podcast. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you don't have to put your hand up to cover her. No, it's just oh. ruining my our production level. Like, uh, well, oh, I mean, go outside. Your production level is ruined every time you appear on that podcast. So I wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> oh, she's you, just production of the podcast in episode five. Yeah, to be fair, as soon as you spoke, um, that's it. Disappear. Bye bye. Fell asleep again. So, Tony, we had qualifying on Friday. We had sprint race qualifying Saturday. We had sprint race Saturday. We had the race Sunday. How many times did you fall asleep? Once, and that was during the race. No, twice. Three times. We, we your evidence. One. One. <laughs> All of it. Do you see any of it? I, fell, I know I fell asleep right at like 20 laps from the end of the race. That's what I know. I know that I watched qualifying, watched, sat down, watched it properly. Something happened, fucked it right off, binned it, uh, and then and then it happened again the next the next day in um, the shootout. Watched it, saw something I didn't like, fucking binned it. Right, but we'll get onto them. We'll Let's get onto them. So Friday night race qualifying, um, it become no no surprise. Max was pulled, Leclerc second, Science third. Norris fourth, Hamilton fifth, Stroll sixth, Alonso seventh, Hulkenberg eighth, Gasly Nav, Albon tenth. You know, there's a 
Name missing from that list. George Russell was knocked out in Q2. Um, Perez knocked out in Q2. So there was a spin from Bottas, brought the yellow flags and the, then the red flag. Um, Perez and Russell miss out because of deleted times, which was a bit of a theme all weekend. Thoughts on quality, guys? Perez had a, had a track, had it deleted, went again and was told, stay within the lines. Fucked it. Yeah, he was looking at, was it P2, I think he had? And then all of a yeah. sudden, right at the end, they just went, oh yeah, we deleted it again. Yeah, that was the moment where I turned off. I mean, it was, a bit, it was a bit of a theme and a bit of a farce all weekend, which I think we'll talk about in the second half of the race because that's really where it went a bit silly. Yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I mean, watching Woody miss out, that was quite funny, if I'm brutally honest. Mm. Um, yeah. The, I mean, Quali was just... Max, I mean, it was quite close. Max was a 104.3. Leclerc was a 104.4. Sainz was a 104.5. The Ferraris have come from nowhere again. I, I yeah. don't know. Okay. Oh, only because... No, don't get me wrong. The Ferraris did look fast and Sainz was having some really good fucking days on that track. But then at the same time, I know we're going to touch it when we get to the sprint race. Max Verstappen had a 21-second lead by the end of the sprint race. Mm. And that was only 24 laps. No. I, I know. I, I think it's more a case of Red Bull just really have the switch down. In Q, in Q1 and Q2, Max does his usual thing. He's kind of out first, puts a banker lap in, then see if he has to maybe go faster. Like you say, he probably had it in the pocket to go faster. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's... Yeah, I mean... What... Um, it's... Go on. it's something that we'll, we we talk about every podcast, in it, and it's just... Yeah. It's, it's unfair. I'd, I'd like to see the advantage at the end of the season, and it's that compared to the dominant era and season of Mercedes to see how dominant this one is because that's just ridiculous, isn't it? This is getting, it's getting ridiculous. This is more dominant than because Mercedes never had that performance back in the back pocket. Like, oh. like James said, that sprint race, if you put a little sticker over your TV screen where it said there in the top of your um, telly, that race would have been amazing. But because he was... 20 seconds ahead in 24 laps. What, what do you do? It, I didn't even watch all the sprint race in the end. Didn't you really? No, I, I think I got about... Did you fall asleep? No, no. I got halfway through. Obviously, Matt was already about 11 seconds in the lead then. Um... I think Perez was similar, something like that. At that, I just got up and went right. I'm. I went in the. I went. I'm going to go in the kitchen, go do some cooking. And Charlie was like, "Are you going to watch the rest?" I went, "Not really, no." I went, "That that grid formation is not going to change for the rest of this race." I mean, it was. I thought it was a good race, but we'll get on to that. So, anything from normal quality on Friday? Oh, macarons. Anything from normal quality on Friday before 
while we're going to the sprint shootout? No, really. No. So, sprint shootout, Saturday morning. It had rained heavily all morning, but it was drying out just before we started. Um, <laughs> no surprise. So, the order again, Max first, Perez second, Norris third, Hulkenberg fourth, Sainz fifth, Leclerc sixth, Alonso seventh, Stroll eighth, Ocon ninth, Magnussen tenth. Some big names missing, Q1, Hamilton, She's got his yeah. time wrong, which we'll discuss in a sec. Um, Q2, Russell had a, I think it was a hydraulic failure. Hydraulic failure. He didn't get to go out in Q2. Um, bit of praise for science. Had a massive break-by-wire failure come in. They quickly repaired the car. He had one lap to get through Q1, and he nailed it. Like, fair play. Like, we said he's not good under pressure. I think he delivered it, if I'm honest. Mm. Well, I, he was really full of himself. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Let, let's touch on that. So, thanks. How big was his head all weekend? Big. Oh, yeah. Tony Rawson big? <laughs> yeah, it, really? You've had one good weekend, mate. Like, let's just cap. I mean, I've I've got it was in the main race. I'm quicker than Leclerc. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. You can see, you can see. Yeah, but you're driver number two oh, because Leclerc's number one. Yeah, at the same time, I think you finished like eighth and Leclerc was second. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, um, Max again 104.4, Perez 104.9, half a second, half a second from his own teammate. Silly, I mean, that's we've spoken on on previous episodes, haven't I? Where I've said there should not be that much difference between the two, other, other than driver's experience itself and that really is the kind of difference you should see between them two cars not a bunch of cars in between them not god knows how many bloody seconds or anything else like that half a second and then that's solely down to max is just better well did you hear perez apparently has been very ill over the last couple of weeks which is why he hasn't done very well in the car oh he's been struggling to breathe um Quite chesty, quite phlegmy. He's not felt himself. Where's this come from all of a sudden? Because he looked fine in the interviews. I had a quick look on like YouTube for a, a race a couple of races ago, and he looked fine. Like, I, I don't know. I think, like we've said, it's a bit funny that when he's in contention, he's suddenly out of contention. But half. Yeah. Half a second in quality, like James says, you should never be half a second behind in the same car. Because it's not. Well, it's not, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. No, no. Definitely not. Can't be. Can't be. Can't be. Um, Can't be. I mean, Magnussen was in the top 10. Well done him. Hulkenberg, fourth. Like... 
great. He got some good airtime as well in that qualifying. He did. Yeah, he did. Was it Q2? Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. Coming out straight after the pit or something, drove over his own tyre that had just been taken off and pretty much launched. Yeah, it, yeah, it, went, it got a bit bored. I thought it'll mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, Hamilton and Mercedes then. We teased it. Let's talk about it. What happened? What, just for the quality or...? For the, yeah, for the quality, for the sprint shootout, yeah. Obviously, he was knocked out in Q1. Bit of a farce. It, it was an absolute... Well, it, I was, I was going to use the word clusterfuck, but it's it's not. It was more of a shit show, really, than a clusterfuck. Mm-hmm. Um, just bad timing, poor decisions made. Yeah, I, I didn't get any of the tactics or any of the choices that they made in that. It took too long coming up with a solution. By the time they got it in, he just he ran out of time. And he was, he, was he was in traffic. He was never, you know, he was stuck. He was never going to get a fast lap in. The, no. That, I mean, that's a couple of times now. I mean, was it, it was when, was it not this race, was it, where he had the um, bit of a thingy with Max, where he was, Lewis was starting his fast lap and uh, Max was finishing his, and was it this race or was it last race? Where no. The, it was last it was race. What a yeah. Yeah, so that's Mercedes have done it a few times now. Where, like, we've we've praised Red Bull. Max, what does Max do? Gets out early. He's always first or second in the pit lane. Gets out, gets his lap done. He doesn't need the tractor bedding and drying and rubbering, and he's just in, done, bish bash bosh. You, you watch Max. The start of every Q is always Q two as well. It's always Q two. He comes out of the stock early goes to the end of the pit lane and waits at the line. He even turns his engine off. Yeah, yeah. Turns his engine off, and as soon as lights are out, engine comes back on, and then he just goes for his nice little Sunday stroll, which still happens to be the fastest fucking lap. Yeah. Every race he does that. Mm. Shows how much confidence he's got in that car. Like you say, you don't need to rely on track evolution or anything else like that. He just gets out there, sets his time, goes back in, has a cup of tea, and if he needs to go back out, he'll do it. Yeah. And and you guaranteed then, no traffic. If you do get traffic, you've got plenty of time. Why Merker? I mean, does that prove that the Merck car is that bad? Because they're waiting until the track is like fully rubbered in before they try their fast laps. Are they kind of papering over the cracks in the sense that we think they're faster than they actually are? Probably. Mm. Are they putting upgrades on, but then everybody else is putting upgrades on, so they're not getting... They are getting quicker, but everybody else is getting quicker. So it's not working. It's not working. Look at McLaren. Yeah, I was just about to say, look at Lando Norris' exactly. McLaren, because he was the only McLaren this weekend to have the upgrades. Mercedes have well, done song and dance that they're bringing upgrades to this, that and that. McLaren said absolute boo that they they took three steps back and said, right, we are going in a different direction. The bolt is somewhat on Lando's car at weekend, all of a sudden he's in the mix. Yeah. Ferrari. And Buddy Hamilton, it was convincing. Yeah, yeah, it was. 
I mean, and they were nowhere two races ago. Absolutely nowhere. Yeah. We were absolutely. talking about them. I think we even said, I think this was Tony, that this is possibly the worst McLaren season we've seen. Yeah. He did. I did. He did. But then this race, Landon Norris, seems to have just turned up, hasn't he? And I think we called it embarrassing, didn't we? Like, mm. Yeah, yeah, it was. But yeah, well, I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. Next race could be a one race wonder. Let's see what the next race is. Mercedes blamed this weekend on the softer compound of tyres. Apparently, the car doesn't work with them. And Silverstone is going back to a harder compound, a bit like Barcelona. So they think they'll be more in the mix. Um, but like you say, McLaren are going to bolt on their upgrade to Piastri. Ferrari, again, looked pretty good. Like, they were both up there. I mean, in the race, they were hounding Max for a little bit. So, a lot of Yeah, I said, go on, sorry. Go on, go on. I called them last week. I said, Ferrari, that's a one-hit wonder. And now look. Now, I'm sure Aston Martin have probably got something in the pipeline. But they've, they've, got they've got to have. They've had two or three races now where it's been a poor performance. They're not going to continue that. Not 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 with the start that they had this season. They're, they're going to want to get that back. So they'll either take three steps back like McLaren did or they'll just try something new. Silverstone, surely... This is the one. This is a big one for Aston Martin with a factory next door. Surely. Which now they've moved into because is it Benny Collins was on again this weekend? I have to say, she's very, very interesting. Very interesting. Everything very she interesting. gives opinion wise isn't copied like Naomi. She's terrible. She's absolutely terrible. She's as bad as Nico Rosberg. Yeah. I agree. She's very monotone in her voice, but also her opinions are very boring. Mm. Where I think Ben is, you can see that she's very bright, she's very clever, and the fact that she was on the pit wall, some of the some of the answers she gave, so it was like, where did that go? Yeah. Yeah. It's like they just ask her a question and she's just like, bang. Three she points. knows the information. Yeah. If, and if she you've was got calling it. Some of the, some of the calls she was, she was making before that even happened and you're like, what? Yeah. She knows it. Anything else from Quali? Sprint Quali? No. Orange no. Army. Nice to see you again. Well, we've got time for Tony's question then. So, what was it about Spa, Tony? Mm. Do you think we should get rid of it? Or do you think we should keep it due to recent events? Because have you, see, have you seen the crash? No. It's horrific. It's come out, up, down, round the corner, span... Complete the rain, nobody can see absolutely nothing, and someone's just gone right into the side of it. But when I mean side, I mean 
literally into him. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, because they said it was visibility, wasn't it, again? Yeah, the spr- you can't see anything. On the camera that I've seen, it looks down and you just see an orange car on its side and there's, like, another car in front that's kind of, like, hit the barrier because it's, like, just... It's fenced both sides. There's no runoff. He just he just spins and it's just spray and then a car just hits him in the side and then it's just like domino effect like cars going down there like no yeah you stood no chance like if you crash there you you are fucked like that could have been anybody if they'd have crashed they would have been I, fucked I was gonna say we should keep it because Spa's one of my favourites you know it's a prestigious track so I had to get that. Yeah, get that one in for you. But no, look, it's it's one of those tracks I've always liked. Spa, but now that you mention it, every crash that I can think of has, has been hey. there. I mean, there, there was the the was it F was the F two the yeah. F two driver of the year. You know, Gasly's friend. Yeah. Um. Obviously, he had that crash. Um. Obviously. I'm fine. So and the that guys. was the change that bend, didn't they? The change yeah, the, the, the barriers, yeah. I mean, Norris, Norris in the was it quality all the race where the red flag did, um, where the can no, it was a race because they cancelled the race. He he went up there and hit a barrier at a wrong angle, and it was an absolute massively yeah. spun. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. was I, think, I can't remember if it's the same action, the same action or another one, but. The, the the there was another one where he'd, he'd spun off after the the uphill, um, and as he was, I think he'd hit the wall and was slowly rolling back, and then another driver just came through the side of him. Mm-hmm. He, even in the late sixties, early seventies, when there, there was one season where the, the amount of um, fatalities from F one crashes in the tire it, it got ridiculous, and again it was at Spa. Guy went up the hill. Everybody else got up the hill, and that guy wasn't anywhere to be found. The I've never heard more relaxing in my life. He went got uphill, st- and then it it crashed. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're actually going so uphill, and it's quite deep. And but it yeah, he, up, and then it crashed. <laughs> I, I'm still gonna fucking beat you up next time I see you. I swear. But yeah. <laughs> Anyway, they eventually found him. He'd come right off the track and hit, hit a tree. And the reason he couldn't get out was because he couldn't get his steering wheel off. Sorry. You, 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 you lost me. Yeah, you know, wheel off. really nice and, like, you know, serious. And there's Tony going yeah. down, uphill, oh, lad, get in. One fatalities here. But, yeah, because of that one crash... Um, Jackie, I'm sure it was Jackie Stewart. Jackie Stewart kept a spanner um, duct taped to his steering wheel after that because he was scared because he'd never get out of his car if he got in a crash. Uh, but yeah, every accident I can think of has happened at Spa. I, I think motorsport is dangerous. I, li- yeah. I like Spa as a track. I think Rouge and Radion, great, it's great corners. It is a prestigious circuit. Do I think, I mean, let's be honest, safety in Formula One has improved massively. And I know, don't get me wrong, we've lost these two young lads in the junior categories. But we all, 
you all know the risks. It's open wheel racing. You know, they're, mm. not in a, they're not in a touring car. If they'd have been in touring cars, these guys wouldn't have died. It's open wheel racing. It's that thrill. It's that adrenaline. I'm not saying it's right, but mm. I I think Spa is one of the best, better circuits. And it's, it is pretty safe, so I wouldn't want to get rid of it. No. Even though it's sad what's happened, I just think that it's motor racing. I mean, it can happen when you go... Go-karting is open-wheel racing. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's, it's, that, it's that danger. It's that thrill. It's that a wheel could come off and hit you in the head. You just don't know. I mean, look, yeah, at Masse. I look at Massa when he was that yeah. spring fell off and it knocked him clean out. Just, that yeah. spring had his head to hit. It could have hit anywhere on the car, but his head... It's just, it's just looking at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. I completely agree, Mark. You couldn't, I can't say him any better. So really? on that, on that sad note, with a bit of a Yorkshire accent, and like I say, we're not laughing at the um, the tragedy, but up that hill, <laughs> take that spanner and take wheel off. So, <laughs> it'll be out. It'll be out. So James is going to use the brake to just drive around to Tony's and beat the shit out of him. So when we come back, hopefully James will make it back. Um, we'll talk about the sprint race, the race, and unfortunately, the predictions of the weekend. Mm. See you in the second bit. Toodles. Hi. Hey, you. Yeah, you that's listening right now. Thanks very much for tuning into this episode of Straight to the Apex, the Formula One podcast from CookieCast. If you're enjoying this episode, why not like, share and subscribe? Whilst you're there, feel free to check out some of the other podcasts that CookieCast has to offer. If you like football, we've got a football podcast. NFL more your thing? Then the Laces Out podcast is for you. Maybe even a little bit of the wrestling. Just look for the Getting Over podcast on CookieCast. Maybe you want to listen to Andy's Darkest Timeline. It's there too. So, the F1 boys have probably got themselves a drink. It's time to get back to the action. Hi, welcome back to Yorkshire's number one podcast for Formula One racing. Uh, join join oh. me, as always, is James and that lad, lad Tony. All right, Tony. Hey, now then, how are we doing? We're doing fine. Did you two just spend like the last 10 minutes just learning a proper Yorkshire accent there? Don't know what you mean. We've just been working in pits on. Don't know now what then, you lad. mean, lad. Now then, lad, how are you doing? Let's talk you about that, that there motor piss. He going up town that day. He <laughs> going up town. Double snicket. What's, what's more annoying is you guys are from the same area as me. We we should all have the same accent. Yeah, but you now live in Beverly. Yeah. You've changed. You've fucking changed. You've left. I mean, you did. You've left roots. The prestige, probably one of the most prestigious tracks in the whole of F1 and motorsport in general, and probably one of the prestigious points of a race in motorsport ever, you referred to it as uphill. 
Right. I I, I mean. What 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 direction does that first straight go? Down. Fuck right off. It goes up. And what does it go up? It goes up an hill. Therefore, they are going uphill. Up that hill. I'm pretty sure that part of the track goes down, then up. Right. Oh, oh, oh. So, so it goes up. Right. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. <laughs> part two. Um, it is a Yorkshire podcast, but we're not from the 1970s. So... Right, straight into it. Sprint race. Um, I, I mean, James has touched on this already. I thought it was really good. Oh, no, it was. It, I just knew nothing was going to change after so far in. Well, so Max was obviously first. Perez got him at the start, and then there was a bit of a bit of badge in the uh, the old Red Bull team. Perez forcing Max onto the grass and then Max um, overtook him on the next corner and couldn't break and forced him off the track and nearly, Hulkenberg nearly got both of them. Um, yeah, what, what did you think to that? Did you think Max was right on the radio? Do you think Perez was right? Did you? How did you pull that on? The, 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 the both, they were both twats. There were. I mean, come on. I mean, Perez, I'll give the guy credit. He had the balls to fucking do it, and he did it. Yep. Yes. Straight yes. away, he's on the radio going, oh, he pushed me, he pushed me. And then straight, you also heard Perez going, what's up with Max, man? What's up with that guy? You know, geez. But yeah, then turn three, Max goes and returns a favour. And it was so much so that the two of them continued fucking talking about it after the race. Yeah. I did like, I can't remember if it was Simon Lazenby or not. One of them went, well, Max is like an elephant. And then a long pause and everyone like looked at him and they went, he never forgets. He doesn't, yeah. after Monaco last year, he doesn't forget. It was a bit of argy-bargy. It was nice. I mean, Perez... Probably crossed the line, even if it wasn't his teammate. So with his teammate, it really crossed the line. But then Max just went in deep and nearly took them both out. So it was a bit petulant, Chad. Like I say, we are still going on about it after the race. So, but yeah. Christian said they'd started it. So we're all right. What did, what did yeah, you think? Oh, if Christian said it, it must be true. What did you think, Tom? I loved it. I really enjoyed Perez sticking it right on him. I think he did weave maybe slightly, but then what's Max doing going onto the grass? You're asking, you're just asking for trouble if you could start touching the grass at over 100 mile an hour. Um, well, time, what does Max do on every single fucking race? Yeah, I know. And as soon as he gets first happened, he don't like it. Popcorn yep. and metal, innit? Really? Yeah. 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 Yep. So it yeah, go on, I, I thought that third corner was disgusting. Like, he it was a bit of oversteer if you look at the onboard, but 
how the hell he's miles out of the corner. Like it all, it looks from a, from a distant view, it looks like he's deliberately gone wide, like gone wide, wide, and forced him off the track. I can't believe nothing was said about that. I wish that was mega. I wish Ulkenberg got them both because I'd have pissed myself. I mean, I, I, I just, myself. I wish, it I, I wish they'd have both tangled because then yeah. that would have been that would have been a hat. I know, yeah, we've talked about crashes and I know that, but way back on the podcast, we did predict something like that would happen. And I think for entertainment purposes, that would have been absolutely spectacular. Oh, like, yeah, we could have had a WWE Money in the Bank on trackside Australia. Not Australia, like sorry. It, it would have been amazing. But yeah, just before the race, it absolutely pissed it down. Mm-hmm. Forced everyone onto Inters, barring Valtteri Bottas, who thought, huh, I'm from Finland, I can drive on ice, get them slicks on the bad boys. Yeah, worked for Alonso. Yeah, didn't oh. really work for Bottas, did it? No. <laughs> no. Um, oh, Leclerc was also found guilty of impeding Piastri in sprint qualifying once, so he went from sixth to ninth. Um, yeah. So yeah, so we had a couple of battles, um, and then it stopped raining, and I thought then the fun happened. I mean, Bernie Eccleston called it. Let's have sprinklers because the top five all stayed on inters. George Russell felt through his ass that actually it stopped raining. He wasn't sweating, and with eight laps to go, I'd be on slicks, boys. I want to be on slicks if this was quality. And a lot of them come in, like I say, barring the top five. Made it quite interesting, didn't it? Taking Max out the equation that he was 20 seconds in front of Perez. Yes. But I actually thought George was going to come and take them all. I think another four or five laps. Do you think? Mm, I'm not sure about that. I think maybe if it had been an extra four or five laps longer, the top five would have pitted. So then you wouldn't have had yeah. that jeopardy. You wouldn't have had that, yeah. I quite like that, you know, <laughs> will the slicks be fa- that much faster? Will they not? Like, it, it mm. made it quite an entertaining race. Um, so, again, it finished max first, 20 seconds over 24 laps in front of Perez. Science fed, Stroll fourth, Alonso, Hulkenberg, Ocon, Russell, Norris, Hamilton. Obviously, Russell got the final point in the sprint race and he was not point not four seconds off getting Ocon on the line. Um, yeah, I mean, anything else from that race that you, you know, enjoyed, didn't enjoy? Not really. I think we've touched on that big Perez and Max moment. Yeah, the the argy-bargy between them two was really the main thing. Mm. But, I mean, I don't like this format in general. I'm sorry, yeah, it was entertaining, but there's too much going on, but that's the discussion that we've had already, isn't it? Are you still, I was going to say, are you still not a fan of the sprint weekend? I mean, obviously, Tony, you're a guy that works shifts, so sometimes you work weekends. Me and James, obviously, office dwellers. James works Monday to Friday. I'm a sodden work Monday to Thursday. You work when the fuck you want, basically. 
don't know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what you mean. But the sprint format works for me in the sense that I don't work Fridays. For you guys, how does that sprint weekend work? I mean, do you get a chance to watch it live? Do you not? Do you think there's too much going on over the three days? What's your general thoughts of it? Um, too much going on. I work the weekend, 8, 6, Saturday and Sunday. So I basically just had to catch up on all of it. I, I don't like it. It's too much going on. You, you get you watch one thing and then it's it's almost like TikTok and social media nowadays. Overload. One thing after another thing after another thing after another thing. I prefer it so much more the traditional way. Practice, practice, quality, big finish on Sunday. What about you, James? So I like the idea of the sprint race. I do. It needs work. I don't like the new format because I, I, I can't talk about the inconvenience for us because we're just three blokes from Yorkshire. Um, we are. The, we are. The, the demand on the drivers for that weekend because it's, it's practice, then it's qualifying, then the next day you've got well, they call it a sprint shootout. It's fucking qualifying again. Then it's a sprint yeah. race. Next day, you've got a race. I do like the idea of the progression and the chance of like eight more points and stuff like that. Stick with your two practice races. Have your qualifying, have your sprint race, have your actual race. Just get rid of the sprint shootout. It's, it's too much. It's, it's diluting qualifying for me because you've, got, you've basically got, oh, oh, the sprint qualifying is two minutes per session shorter, so it's more jeopardy. It's not. I honestly, I like this format better than the format before where sprint race dictated the grid for Sunday. I, I like this. However, why not just have quality and then you all come back into the pit and then you almost have two or three cars on the track at a time spread out and they have one shot, one shot to do a uh -huh. lap. And that sets the grid for the sprint because then it shows, it, it basically gives us evidence on is Charles Leclerc good enough of a one lap? Can Sands do mm. it again? You know, if Max fucks up on his lap, then... Oh shit, he's, he's a bit behind the grid. You know, almost like a right. A shootout. Yeah, just a shootout. Yeah, That's a shootout to me. Like a penalty shootout in football. Yeah. Fully. And then yeah. got, all got one lap. Like I say, they could spread it out so you're not falling over each other. Even if it's five cars at a time, get on the track, spread out, bang, 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 you've got one lap. And if there's a crash on one of the cars, then all right, you get to go again or, or something. But just have one shot, bish bash bosh. I I, mean, I agree with James. It it needs still needs work. I like the sprint race. We're not there yet. I don't. Think, I like the gradual build up through the weekend, but I don't think we're there yet. The format's not set for me. It's still, it's not right, is it? It's nearly. It's just not it, there. Yeah. 
Mm. Interesting. Mm. Um, right. And so, anything else from the sprint race? No. Nope. I like this. Right. So, Sunday's traditional race. Um, right. Okay. So, I'll give you the final 10 first. I think this is not how it finished. This is the actual actual clarification that was about two hours after the race because Aston Martin decided to challenge everybody on the track. Yeah. Um, so, we finished Max first, Leclerc second, Perez third, Norris fourth, Alonso fifth, Sainz sixth, Russell seventh, Hamilton eighth, Stroll ninth, Gasly tenth. We had De Vries got a five-second pen for forcing another driver off the track. Sergeant Magnussen, Ocon twice, De Vries and Sonoda all got five-second penalties for track limit. Sonoda signs Hamilton, Gasly, Albon, Ocon and De Vries received a 10-second penalty for track limit. What a farce. But who's at fault? The drivers for not keeping in the lines or the stewards for this stupid rule? The fucking stewards. Yeah. The fucking stewards. Yeah. We saw this coming last year. Yeah, we had had it last year. And the fact that it's not just one driver doing it, it's all of them. And I swear to God, Mark, you said, this is only going to get worse. And look at it this year. Now, I said... Get rid of it so that all they can all do what they want. If you want to go out there for extra speed, by all means do it. But you're running the hell of the risk, you're gonna end up in the fucking you could risk you could risk it. But you know what I'd do with this fast, it's a fast, isn't it? I, I saw it on I saw it on a, a TikTok. I think someone had done it on like the F1. PlayStation game or something, and the guy cut pretty much every corner that he could. I don't mean just like cut it slightly, as in he came right off the track, just drove straight as much as he could. He must have cut about 30 seconds off each lap. But by the fourth lap, because he had exceeded track limits four times, there's a five second penalty. But by that point, like I don't care, I've saved two minutes. <laughs> I just kept doing that and he had something like 20 second worth of um, time penalties. But he's like, yeah, but I, I, I finished the race about 10 minutes in front of everybody else, so I don't care. I, it's just stupid. I. It's funny that, obviously, Aston Martin lodged the appeal. So there was a few drivers that never, ever exceeded track limits all race. Max Verstappen. Interesting. Fernando Alonso. And I think the other one, George Russell. But why? What? Why? Is there a cause for that? Are you trying to imply something? Are we trying to imply something? Or were they just well-behaved? Hamilton said he couldn't keep... I mean, Lando Norris... Don't get me wrong. Oh, All man, the drivers were doing it, off. but he was, he's off the track again. He's off the track again. And then, to be fair, 
Hamilton did exactly the same annoying thing. Well, he's off the track again. Well, he's off. Just have, you've got two white lines on the tarmac. If you go over that with any wheels, you are out. Yeah. Unless, unless you, like Hamilton said, oh, I can't control the car. It's sliding. The car's shit. And I mean, even Toto got mad and was like, just drive the car, Lewis. Like, <laughs> we know it. Yeah, we, we know it. We know it's a crap car, Lewis. Just drive it, please. Yeah. yeah. Like, I've never heard Toto get pissed. The only other time I've heard Toto get pissed off is like, no, Mikey, no. No, <laughs> Mikey, no. Just stay in the land for. If, I mean, if you do, all right. Keep one one tire on the tarmac at all times, and I tell you what: if you say three strikes and you are disqualified, they'll all fucking behave. All of them. Mm. Will. Yeah, you know what? I agree with that. I do. I think they need to look at it at that at ten ten. Was it ten 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 nine? I can't remember yeah. because there, there, there clearly is something there. Like I said, if there wasn't, you wouldn't have ninety percent of the grid doing it, no. you know, if there wants some kind of issue. Yes, Hamilton did start moaning after he got penalised. But that was because he'd been penalised and he wasn't sure if everybody else did. But at the same time, mate, mate, you fucking moaned. I mean, Jesus Christ. Every lap, has he got a penalty yet? Has he got a penalty yet? Has he got a penalty yet? And then in the end, he goes, just tell me why no one else He's got a penalty. And Bono's trying to keep him sweet. And then, yeah, Toto just goes, Lewis, we know the car's shit. Just drive it. Yeah, just stop. Just, just get on with it, mate. It, when he gets into that headspace, he's, he, there's no reasoning with him. There's no anything. Like, I, I just... But this is what... You've just made a really good point, James. The, all the, the infringements were at 10 10 so why do none of them do it on 10, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8? It's because it's not a faster line. That's why they don't cut the corner. So either yeah. change, change the track so that if putting the corner at 10, there's gravel, there's artificial grass, something that slows them down, or say, right, you do not cut the corner at any of them. And yeah, you'll be slowing the lap time, but you all do it. And if you do do it, You'll get like I said, don't give them penalties. Just do, the five seconds is meaningless. Okay, all all they need to do because it, it genuinely goes, you get a five second penalty, you do it again, you get a 10 second penalty. But after that, it resets. Mm. It's like, right, you've done it that many times now, we're going to reset it. So you don't get another penalty until you've exceeded track limits four times, if I remember rightly. Yeah. It's you three times the time you get the black and white flag yeah. and then you get a penalty. For me, if you've had a five-second penalty, then you've had a 10-second penalty and then you're still doing it, you know what, mate? That's a black flag. Get yeah. the fuck off the track. You are yeah. not driving for the rest of this race. Yeah, because it'll soon hit you in your championship. The team will be on the race. I mean, they pleaded with Lando, please stay in the lines, please. And I think you went over. Yeah, said the stewards have been tight asses, effectively. Yeah, but so Hamilton jumped Norris at the start. Um, we had a safety car with Sonoda and Bottas crashing. Sainz was held up by Leclerc, but Ferrari were adamant they wouldn't swap the cars. 
virtual safety car for Hulkenberg smoking Haas. And at the very end, Max pitted late to take the far, fastest lap, still finished five seconds in front of Leclerc. If he hadn't, hadn't pitted, it has still been, what, 35, 40 seconds in front? I kind of want to talk about that yep. as well. Okay. I mean, fuck it. Max just telling his own fucking pit wall to shut up. They're saying to him, right, just, you know, just go easy on the tyres now, Max. We've got a 21 second lead. Let's let's just take it easy. He goes, Oh, we could box. No, let's just let's just take it easy for now. And then a couple of laps later, okay, Max, like we said, you know, cool off on the tires now. You know, no need to rush anymore. And he goes, Oh, well, I'd prefer to box. And like, we don't really want to take the risk, Max. And he goes, I've got a 24 second lead. Box. The box him, the stick on the softs, he flies out. Pulls the fastest lap, and he probably just looks at them all and he goes, "Don't fucking tell me." If this is my team, yeah, it, it, yeah, it fucking is in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boys, Josh yeah. Verstappen Red Bull team. Yeah, uh, yeah. What did you think to the race overall? Oh, it was good. It was a good race. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was interesting. Obviously, a lot of people moaning. A lot of people exceeding track limits, and it's just that—that's the only thing that's really embarrassing about it. But overall, yeah, good race. Yeah. Any other points you guys have got? Um, I enjoyed the ballot. Signs, signs, and Perez. That was a good battle. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was. Signs driving along, one he just you know minding his own business, and then Perez comes up and straight away he's like, "Oh, he's trying to intimidate me!" Oh, it's like, right, pretty certain in F one, you don't get <laughs> for bullying. It's called racing, man. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, yeah, he's overtake you. He's but not intimidating you. Intimidating <laughs> <laughs> me? Oh, fucking hell, mate! I think get out and let your grandma drive. I think Sans forgot he wasn't the only one allowed on the track with his fucking massive ego this weekend. He thought, oh, I'm on the track on my own. But yeah, just, he's intimidating me. I mean, embarrassing radio calls, that has to be in the top 10, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> come on. I enjoyed the start with uh, um, Verstappen. Absolutely f- nailed the start. Never seen such a great start in my life. Absolutely blasted off. And then I enjoyed Stroll parking his car at turn one, which allowed Alonso to come past and stopped half the race, stopped, stopped half the pack. Um, what else did I enjoy? Sonoda getting some damage and then going off randomly uh, into the gravel. One thing uh, well, we talk about in the sprint race, Alonso pressurising Stroll. Basically, just like getting alongside him as if, say, could have was, me. Could I can't remember if that was the sprint race or the race itself. I think it was the sprint That's race. That's the only other issue I've got with these kind of weekends. Yeah. It was... Uh, oh, no, it was... Um, yeah, it was the sprint race because Stroll was fourth, Alonso was fifth, and he was literally like, could have a techie me. I could. Shall <laughs> Shall I? Shall I do it? I'm pressuring. Oh shit! His dad yeah, owns the team. Uh, what do I do? You could see he just was like, "Oh, what do I do?" <clears throat> that was him basically 
it was a dick measuring contest, wasn't it? It was as if say I could have a take him, but because it's your son, I won't. Which yeah. we've said, well, which we've said this year. That's what Alonso's doing quite a lot. Um, and uh, Hulkenberg getting pushed off by De Vries. Yeah, and he got a penalty. I thought that was justified. Um, How much longer do you think De Vries going to be in Formula One? End of this year. Well, I mean, if he makes out the year, he might summer shutdown. I think maybe certain well, that's a good Australian, shot. certain Australian might get in the car. I, I, yeah, I was about to say we've all heard the rumours that De Vries being given the ultimatum. Um, but and yeah, we can't, they, we can't we'll be getting the seat. Are they rebranding AlphaTauri? I've heard they are indeed. Yep. So that'd be that'd the be re- a match made in heaven, wouldn't it? They're rebranding and they're getting more bits from the Red Bull car to get them back up the grid. I mean, it makes sense. They make a lot more money. Ricardo's the first driver. Reinvent the car quicker. Why not? What are they rebranding as? Like Diet Red Bull? Red, Red Bull, Bull Land? Red, Red Bull Zero? Red Bull without wings. No, I think they could be they're not even going to be called Red Bull, are they? They're going to be. I don't, I don't know that. I mean, obviously, um, Alpha Tower is a clothing brand. They used to be Toro Rosso. Yeah, I don't think they've actually said what they're going to rebrand mm. that, but they might become like Red Bull B or. White. Interesting. Who, who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah, Vries needs to go. I think Yuki will go at the end of the season. I don't think he's proven anything. If I think if he gets sacked, he'll murder everyone because he's an angry man. Very angry. He's a very, very angry man. Yeah. Very angry man. The driver standings after race 12, I believe, 12, 13, one of them is Max on 229, Perez 148, Alonso 131, Hamilton 106, Steins 82. So the next race is the British Grand Prix. Now for July this weekend, 3 p.m. start, 52 lap race, 18 corners. I believe. One of our purses going to that event, James. No, I thought he was going this year. No, no, oh, I had a whole bit about no. how he was going to give us your experience on the campsite or hotel. I'm, I swear, Kate said Charlie had said you were going. I mean, if I am, I haven't been told, and you've just ruined a potential surprise so. Oh shit! Thanks. Um, um, this could be my last ever podcast and the last time you see me <laughs> um, Well, I got a surprise on Monday night. <clears throat> what? What? Oh my god! What? Me and Beth are going to the GP. Oh. You are going. We're going. Explain. As in a Grand Prix or the GP to finally get yourself checked out? (laughs) You're going to the GP, aren't you? We're going to Silverstone. Coach Trip, Beth driving, what's what's the plan? So the plan is we are... Lastminute.com got tickets. Well, she got me them. 
we're in Luffield corner. Nice. Nice. <clears throat> Undercover. And we've got three day weekend passes. Oh, can I ask? We're literally driving down. The dogs are going in on a Friday. Drive. I'm at work on Friday. I think we're going to wake up two o'clock Saturday morning and drive down. So there goes your uh, race sleep. Two o'clock on Saturday. Yeah, two o'clock on Saturday. You'll miss qualifying in no, the morning. Two, oh, in the morning. Oh. Well, I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know. The car park opens at. I don't know. The gates open at half seven. I think it's seven for early access. Well, you need to tell us then how your weekend was. We want. Is it you hosting next week? Is it? Might be. I think so, yeah. Well, it is. It is, we want an in-depth Tony Rawson live report. I mean, we want to see photos of the. It's going to be. Um, we're staying. We're then leaving to stay in Leicester in a hotel and then driving back ridiculous town on a Sunday morning but oh mate you've, you've got to do it that way it's the only way you're going to get a cheap hotel anywhere near anywhere near there you're going to be paying fucking extortionate prices buddy I think I think the hotel was a hundred quid but yeah, and it's an hour away, yeah. and it's an hour away but literally everywhere else it's 200 quid if not more 300 400 quid we 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 was an hour's drive away in the hotel we stayed at, and yeah, it was so much more cheaper. But I'll, I'll message you more anyway and tell you stuff to do. Yeah, nice. I don't know. I'm watching YouTube videos and loads of people that went last year. So. You're gonna go have a snooze anyway, so it doesn't really matter what you do. Bethel drive, you'll be asleep. Come well, back. It's gonna so, rain. Yeah, but that'll make it awesome. Yeah. Yeah, true. So, Predictions, so James, do you want to give us the scores after race 12 in, uh, sorry, after race 11 in Canada, so what was the scores coming into this last weekend? So, Mark, you had 21 points, you went Max, Alonso, Hamilton, you got 24 points. Uh, I had 22, I had Max, Hamilton, Alonso, so I've now got 25. Tony had 27 points, the absolute twat. Uh, he had Max Alonso Perez. So, yeah, he got four points there, giving him 31 overall. The girls, I mean, well, two of them are just being awkward and just not wanting to say Max because they hate him. I agree, but it's fucking three easy points. Um, Katie started off on six, went Hamilton Alonso Perez. She's got seven. Charlie, who's meant to be the F1 guru out of everyone in this group, when Ocon Hamilton Alonso, so she is still on 10 points. And Beth had 18 points. She went Max Perez Alonso and has 21 points now. So basically, Beth the TD group are just absolutely stomping this. And yeah, Beth is borderline beating us too, Mark. And uh, we need to up our game. So, Silverstone, host goes first. So right. I, I've got Max for the win, surprisingly. I have gone Leclerc second. And okay. Hamilton third. 
So, okay. so does he cheat? Let's go Tony, because he is renowned for cheating. So, Tony. Your 10 seconds starts now. Yeah, come on. If you're not ready, we'll just go to James. I don't know. I honestly, I've got no right, idea. Okay. James, what's yours? So, I've gone Max to win. Yep. Obviously. I've got Perez second. Yep. And... I do think we will see a British driver on the podium. I just don't think it's going to be Mercedes. So I, I am going for a bit of a ballsy move here, and I am saying Norris. That is a great shout. Great shout. Um, have you got Charlie's? I have. So, well, Char- Char- well, Charlie's been massively awkward here. She's gone for every British driver she can think of. So she's gone Norris for the win. Hamilton second <laughs> and Woody third. <laughs> I, I like her thinking. Um, so Katie has gone Lewis for the win, Leclerc second, Alonso third. Have we got Beths? He's gone for a Lewis win, Alonso second. Norris third. And I'm going to go... I mean, you've got loads of options to copy from here, so... I don't think I'm going to copy. All right. I think I'm going to go extremely bold because I'm going. And I'm going to go... (laughs) In reverse reverse order, so this is third. Norris third. Same as James, not copying that. Second. Signs. And I'm going to go first. Fernando Alonso. Because so- if he wins, I win. And I'll probably that'll tap off the probably the best weekend of my life. But you bought Red Bull cap and top for this race, and you're not even. I didn't didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. I don't believe you. Well, I mean, this must be a record. We've gone through a sprint race weekend, four events. We've also got Tony's predictions, and we've got two minutes left. We've not had to shout at him. We've not had to get angry at him. Yes, no he won't ready. You know, the absolute shithead he is. But he drops a bombshell on us. He's going to the British Grand Prix this weekend. If you don't promote our fucking podcast at that Grand Prix, you will have, if we don't have 10, at least 10 more listeners, you fail. You need to walk around with a fucking T-shirt that's got straight to the apex on the front and a QR code on the back that takes them straight to the fucking podcast on any streaming platform. Then Beth can kill you. Please, mate, please talk about us. You're at an F1 event. You're the co-host. Sometimes you think you're the only host, but you are the co-host of the F1 podcast. If you don't fucking promote us, you're not coming back. 
I mean, the only thing I've got is the muff. Right, so... You've also got a mouth and voice. I'll do my best, boys. I'll do my best. You know me. You what you need to do me. is there with your phone in one hand and some, like, air buds in your ears and just sit there, just constantly going... He <laughs> 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 goes, what are you fucking listening to? He goes, oh, you don't know. Oh, it's, it's, it's the Apex, available on all streaming platforms and YouTube. <laughs> Have you, like not, that. have you not got a day off between now and the weekend where you could go get a t-shirt printed? Tomorrow. Right. Do it. Please. We'll pay for it. Do it. I'll do it. I'll... I want 10 extra listeners. And if not, you failed. So, on that note, <laughs> good luck, everyone. I hope you enjoy listening next week when we've got Ten more listeners, thanks to T Dog Rawson. Um, thanks. So there we go. What do you think to that? Another one done. Big thank you to the boys for getting you the Formula One information you need in one handy podcast. Podcast that you can get everywhere, literally everywhere. Pretty sure you can get it on Audible. If that's not reason enough. To like, share, subscribe, comment, leave a review, tell your friends, all of that, then I don't know what is. Check out the website, thecookiecast.com. There we've got social media links, email button. You can get in touch with these guys. You can get in touch with anybody at the CookieCast crew. Let us know that you love this podcast. Just drop us an email, say, love it, keep doing it, love it. There, that's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this awesome cookie cast.